0: And welcome. You can't beat Wellington on a good day, and you certainly can't beat their football team in Auckland. The secret to their win revealed. Plus, Ollie's at the wheel, crashing into Jose's party bus and driving through those big gaps in City's defence. Lining up for TVNZ football club today is Vic valdez Waters, Simon Plum, aka Richie Benno, and Greg <laughs> the Bear. Let's start off with the Phoenix. Yeah. Um, third win on the trot, and they're up to fifth. Happy days for them.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, still unbeaten at Eden Park. Uh, looks like it was a great, gutsy performance last minute when and, you know, signs are good for the Phoenix. Looked that way on paper. I don't think they were particularly pleased no. with the actual performance,
0: but ever since Louis Fenton had that handball against him, it feels like they've been getting the rub of the green when it comes to VAR decisions.
2: Well, I feel like we should claim a bit of uh, credit as well for a bit of a bounce off the pod, you know? They've, uh, Stephen Taylor was excellent last week, I thought. But... Are you saying that's a new manager bounce from Victor? Correct. Very yes, good.
0: All right, there we go. <laughs> yeah, and... the, uh, the,
2: the result was a lot better from, than the turnout from the fans, though. That was, uh, again, really, really disappointing.
0: Yeah, tricky time of the year though, isn't it? December, people have got Christmas parties on. Is that what we're pinning it on?
3: I think so. And uh, I mean, you know, last time they were in town when they had that huge crowd, they were on this kind of incredible winning run, weren't they? And there was this kind of great optimism around the team. Um, You know, if they came back a bit later on in the season, perhaps... That may be there. There may be like more on the on the line, more to play for. They may have kind of uh, you know gained a new like legion of fans that might be keen to see them.
0: I've got to give them credit though. They turned up all over the place, media-wise. They basically honoured all their media commitments. Even got dragged into a breakfast live cross with you <laughs> and put couple of players up for that. I've got a theory <laughs> the penalties that you were practicing or yes. you were, you had a penalty shootout on breakfast.
1: Yes, me and Nixie, the uh, mascot. You, oh, you
0: and Callum Macau or against each other, <laughs> against yes. the mascot. Yes, that's right. Do you want to right. just talk us through that, that penalty?
1: Um, well, I want to take um, claim to taking all the bad juju out of that same penalty spot, <laughs> which Ulises Davila scored the winner uh, last weekend. It's the same exact spot. Well, this is what I was going to say. This is my theory that exactly. you actually exactly contributed to the win. Exactly. And, oh, uh, you know, <laughs> I've got a, quite a fair bit of ribbing uh, this past week. Julie, you know, and rightly so. And rightly yeah. so. Um, and there, I have was... been,
0: there have been memes made about your penalty yes. miss. I know, yeah. and it,
1: it has been very, very funny. But can I just defend <laughs> myself and say, look, I was just trying to double-check that Nixie could fly. You know, he is a Phoenix, and, you know, uh-huh. I did send it into orbit. He didn't follow it because, obviously, it was going into row Z. But, um, so
2: you're saying he did it on purpose?
1: <sighs> look, I just tried to rock it as hard as I could. I'll just be honest. And you know what's worse? I put the, the Phoenix mascot mask on. You can't see anything. You you literally can barely see anything. So I could have put it either side of him. <laughs> like Keller <Calum> McCowick <Cowart> did. <laughs> like Keller like McCowick And, did. The and, and he wouldn't right. have moved because yeah. you can't see anything out of that helmet. So I didn't cover myself in well, glory. Were but, you going uh, for power rather than placement?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I was just
3: trying to Were
1: you trying to hit holy. the Phoenix mascot? <laughs> yeah. uh, the I won't rule first, that out. Then? No. Yeah.
0: yeah.
3: I just
1: wanted absolutely. Because I mean, that,
3: that outfit was quite immobile. You know, either side <laughs> would he probably
2: have
1: probably The helmet yeah. even has fans in it because it's so hot. Wow. wow. It was incredible. Yeah. Quite an experience. I also put it on.
2: The only fans you have.
0: (laughs) we'll get Mixie back on the pod next time he's in town. Hey, let's get to the Premier League, because who saw this coming for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer? Mm -hmm. A week ago, his job was on the line. Next minute, beats Spurs, and then Man City at the Etihad.
3: Yeah, it's a bit of a turnaround for them, isn't it? And, like, the United fans were getting really quite down on Ole and uh, his tactics and his style, and he sort of... Prove them a little bit wrong, really. I mean, they've got this incredibly pacey front line now, which uh, looks very damaging. I think Martial being injured for a long time uh, early in the season probably contributed to their, their dip in form as well. So, having him back, having sort of the pace of Rashford and James as well, and just trying to like solid things up in the middle, it's, uh, it's working well
2: for well, them. Scott
0: mm-hmm. McTominay is all of a sudden becoming this key player.
2: Yeah, him and Fred were excellent, I thought probably the best first half-hour Man United have turned around in a long, long time. Yeah,
0: because they've been pretty terrible recently. When I watched mm. them against Tottenham, they were excellent. And even against City, they really put on a, a good performance. And yeah. you feel that Rashford now is just turning into this... Well, I'm not going to say world-class, because that's possibly okay. a bridge too far, but he, he causes teams
1: <laughs> real problems. He certainly yeah. appears in big games. He seems to be a big-game player. Well, this is the argument against United, isn't it? That
0: they managed to turn it on for these big games, but can they do it against smaller tips.
2: 100%. It's it's almost like they've turned into Tottenham in a way. They've if you look at their form over the against the top 6, they do really really well. I mean, they've they drew against Liverpool, beat uh, Man City. They've gone really well against the top 6, but put them up against the Norwich or or
3: Bournemouth and they just mm. they just melt. Yeah, there's a sort of a theory going around that, you know, they're, they're good counter-attacking sides. Mm. So if they don't have the ball, that's probably better for them mm. than sort of being in control of a game. Um, but also, when you look at Tottenham and City at the moment, their defences probably aren't the most uh, mm. resilient well. As let's well, let's talk so. about
0: that, because City's defence... I, I, I struggle to feel sorry for them when they lose Laporte and they put Fernandinho back yeah. there. And for a club like Man City, who has spent more money than anyone else... Does anyone feel sorry for them, the fact that they've suffered these injuries and they can't plug the gaps? No. No? no. Sorry, City
1: fans. (laughs) I think there's a lack of sort of alternatives as well. You know, Pep doesn't have to play with four at the back. Maybe he can try three. Maybe he can just play to your strengths and rely on your more experienced players, I think. Mm. We've often seen experimentations of putting midfielders in the defence doesn't always pay off. And saying that Otamendi got the goal for City, um, you know, And I think Angelino has been quite a good player, Um, so, but yeah, the defence has not been great. And the attack, I think, without Aguero as well has been struggling a little bit. Yeah,
3: Yeah, they don't seem to have confidence, do they, in in their ability to defend these these goals. And so Mm. the rest of the team is sort of trying to, you know, not take too many chances going forward, you know, just because they know they are a bit vulnerable at the back. Mm. Um, And Edison did make quite a few good saves in that game, but... You know, he's he's not going to be able to stop them all, is he? Either so, you know, they need to do something about that kind of defensive uh, lineup there.
0: And let's not forget, they've been near perfect for two seasons now. Mm. So to back that up again, that was always going to be a hard task. And I suppose the question now is, are they out of the title race? It seems like.
1: Everyone would agree that they are. Yeah, yeah I think... Pat said they were, didn't that's he? That's right. Yeah. He's basically thrown the towel in yeah. already, saying, you know, don't expect us to be able to compete as competitively but as I'm past sure, I think
3: he said that around this time last year as well, mm. didn't he? Yeah, but it was yeah. only seven points, wasn't yeah. it? Whereas it's now it's, it's 14 points. Yeah. They're going to have
0: to basically win all of their games and hope Liverpool lose a large proportion of theirs. Mm. We'll talk a little bit about who the closest challenger is going to be now, Leicester City. Can they repeat their dream run from a few years ago? Well, Leicester City, they had a fantastic win over Aston Villa 4-1 and they are the closest challengers to Liverpool. Can they do it? Can they chase them down?
3: 100%, yeah. Anyone can do it at this stage of the season. You know, there's a lot of games left to play, a lot of football to come, so I don't think we, <laughs>
0: yeah. can, we, not, we can be crowning
3: anyone Can't at this stage of the season. Yeah.
0: If yeah. Liverpool don't win the league now, I mean, yeah. it'd be great for
3: the neutral, right? Well, you know, put it like this if way if right? I still were to put together a little run now and, and bring Liverpool back, you know, it'd be great entertainment for everybody.
2: Oh, we'd all love uh, it. You're, you're <laughs> a stats man, you'll love this. So, over the last 11 seasons, the team who's been uh, top of the league at Christmas, That's right. eight times they've gone on to win it. The other three mm. are one team who have bottled <laughs> it all three times.
3: Who are they? Well, this was the same stat that, uh, <laughs> last year when Liverpool were in the lead at Christmas and, yes. and didn't fail, you know, fail to kind of then yes. win the league. So um, <laughs> it's just it's, it's sort of an old st- reheated stat, really, isn't it? Right,
2: well, it's a stat it's, that's
0: proving true yeah, time and time again. Hard, cold
3: hard facts, I think.
2: Well, <laughs> yeah.
0: l- look at this stat: Leicester City, when they won the league a few years ago, they had 35 points at the stage of the mm-hmm. season. They've got 38 points at the stage mm-hmm. of the season now. They've won two more times than that, what they did in, in, in that year. Um, but of course, they're coming up against Liverpool, who have only lost. Well, they've drawn. Haven't lost at all. They've drawn one. Mm. So Leicester actually. Well, Jamie Vardy was saying they're probably a better team than what they were before because they've got better players, they mm. can keep the ball, they don't have to rely on just the old smash-and-grab counter-attacks with Vardy getting on the end of them. Yeah. So they're still doing that.
2: They're just playing brilliant football. Sorry,
3: Jamie. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, like, But at the, the time that Leicester won the league, there was not really a challenger or Everyone else and out leader. Yeah, that's right. So they kind of took advantage of the, the, kind of the um, people dropping points mm. and there kind of being a bit of chaos at the top of the league there. Mm. Uh, and they came out on top. I think... You know, they'll, they'll be playing now knowing that they've, you know, they've already succeeded. They've already kind of uh, beaten people's expectations this season. They've got nothing to, to lose, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, they're kind of quite a, a dangerous challenger in that respect in the sense mm-hmm. that, you know, they can just go all out.
0: What, what would be more <coughs> impressive, them winning this season when they did against yeah. all of the odds with a ragtag bunch of players or chasing down, now that they're more of an established team with high-profile players, chasing down this incredible Liverpool team?
2: it's a pretty hard one to call. I'd almost go for this one, but it almost feels like the novelty of the first win would be yeah. the, the gravitas of that
3: would kind of take over. But to see Liverpool get reeled in again <laughs> could really happen. Yeah, I mean, I think that would be an incredible achievement. I think that would be a much more uh, accomplished achievement, really, because, you know, it would it'd be down to like good coaching, you know, good discipline from the players, and them all performing to the, the best of their abilities. I mm. mean, they've probably got... They haven't got the squad depth that Liverpool have got, so if any yeah. injury you know, in right. the next few months... Yeah, you think, where are
0: yeah. the wobbles going to come from for Liverpool? They basically rotated their entire squad out for the Merseyside derby, totally thrashed Everton, and then they brought in a whole bunch of other players in for the next game. So yeah. you just can't see Liverpool slipping out.
2: Yeah, it kind of feels like Liverpool have had their, their wobble with uh, the keeper being out, yeah. um, and they've kind of weathered the, the storm, really. I think Liverpool will, will keep on trucking as much as it annoys me. <laughs> but yeah, it's a brilliant race. I mean, even though it's a pretty decent lead, it's a great, great race. And,
1: and insane at that, Leicester have become almost a mini a mini Liverpool in the way that they play. They've got those two bombarding wing-backs. they got Jamie Vardy. They've got sort of similar attacking line. They've been so much fun to watch this season, Leicester. And a former
0: Liverpool manager. Yeah.
1: Exactly. And of course, he knows a thing
0: or two about letting a lead slip. <laughs> okay. He did it last time with Liverpool. So I wonder how much that's playing on his mind. Remember that? Yeah, I don't think that'd be, <laughs> I, mean, I don't
3: think that would be fine <laughs> You're plain plain right. At all. Um, you know, he's gone off, and he's he's actually like a much more considered manager now. I think he's yeah. actually improved, like through his time at Celtic, he seems to have come back with sort of better ideas, better man management skills.
1: His sound bites have S- gone better. as well. Sound bites are you know
3: more classic manager now. Not as, going as opposed to a classic
1: his. David Brent. <laughs> David
3: Brent. Um, so no, I mean he's doing a fantastic job there, and you can see that he's. Obviously, getting the best out of these players, mm. isn't it? They, they're really playing at the top of their...
0: And, of course, speaking business. of managers, all about self-improvement, we can't go a pod without mentioning our man, Jose Mourinho. If someone said he's going to park the bus, I'm on board this party bus. How many goals now? 5-0 against uh, Burnley. Burnley can be a tricky side sometimes. Chris Wood not getting a sniff. And uh, Sonaldo, as he calls him.
2: Oh, goal of the season, surely. I think you're right I think it is goal of the season. I think they're going forward there they're much improved than what they were under Pochettino at least in the in the short term. If Mourinho can solidify the defense Tottenham could be back to where they were.
0: And the fact as well that Harry Kane scored a couple of times. Mm. People have been saying he's been off the boil mm. this season. He scored 25 goals in 26 games for club and country. So he looked
3: very sharp in that game, actually, yeah, didn't he, did. he? Like he was always looking for the shot, always trying to find the back of the net. And um, that's not really something in the past few months. Maybe he's not maybe taking as many opportunities or trying to have a go as often. And this mm. one, he was just every time he got the ball, just he was definitely having a go. Yeah.
0: What was more enjoyable, seeing that song goal or seeing the the pure? Innocence of Duncan Ferguson, <laughs> a former battering ram of Everton, celebrating on the touchline with all the uh, the ball boys. I it
2: think. was good. I mean, if you're if that's your club, you would yeah. love to see that running down the touchline. Picking up the ball boy. Yeah. <laughs> it was great to watch. Some really good theatre.
0: And it's yeah. quite nice that there are a few of these um, former players from the same era. I mean, mm. I suppose him and Lundberg kind of overlapped, didn't they, when mm. he was at uh, Arsenal?
2: Yeah, he'd be, he'd be a great manager. Like, you would not mess with him in a, in a dressing room. He'd just headbutt you. Well, you he... see, he had his, um, his
0: Everton <laughs> wristband on, yeah, the ones that he famously yeah. wore. And on the yeah, other yeah. wrist, yeah. he had um, Howard Kendall's old watch. Which apparently right. was broken, but it was the fact that Howard um, Kendall's wife gave it to him before the game and said, mm-hmm. would you wear yeah, this for wow. me? So. Wow
2: a lovely touch nostalgic
0: yeah. Everton beating uh, Chelsea as well good day for them because they've not been very good have they
3: yeah and they, they were absolutely tearing into uh, to Chelsea as well they, they made more tackles I think than they have in years apparently during that game and Duncan's obviously got them fired up in the dressing room somehow and I think the crowd reacted to that as well you know yeah. like when they saw Duncan come out and they, they, you know, big he's, he's such a big cult hero yeah. there and you know the energy from the, from the crowd the players it all kind of contributed to this real kind of uh, gnarly kind of game and uh, Let's hope they can kind of ride that wave now for a few weeks at least.
0: New manager bounces all over the place. Well, that is us for this week. Remember, you can find us on the One News website, Facebook and YouTube pages, and as a podcast in all the usual places. We'll see you next week.